What up, guys? Welcome back to Off the Record, where we talk about whatever, whatever we want. want. And today we have Eagle Man. Eagle Man. Can you see pretty good out of that? Yep, I can see perfectly. How many fingers am I holding up? Two. Nah, that was four. I can't see the other hand. Is oh, you can't. Oh, you can't. Did you ever? Uh, you can't be like, how many fingers am I holding up? I can. I did. Did you ever uh, turn into an eagle? No, like pull on a mascot's tail or anything like that as a kid? No, I was a nice kid. Because when I was when I went to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, I remember I kept yanking on the Chucky's tail, and then through one of those masks, like through that screen where, where his smile was, he goes, if you, if you fucking do that again, kid, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> and I was like, I think since when I went to uh, those things as a kid, yeah. even at Hometown Buffet, they used to have the Bumblebee mascot. They did? Yeah, and then that shit would come out and just the whole restaurant, all the kids would start crying. Oh <laughs> Why did they do that? Just to dude, that literally tormented me as a kid. I did not want to see it. I remember the Chuck E. Cheese one. You know how the curtains open and there's that whole like, oh, the rock concert? Yeah, yeah those were scared. That shit scared the fuck out of me. I have pictures of me with my mom, me crying my brains out with the fucking things that play like guitar or whatever. They'll be like this. I keep looking at your eagle's eyes, but then I realize the eye is actually in the throat. <laughs> I like how when you go to like places that are like still like kind of crappy, they have shit like that where it's like clearly a screen right there. Yeah. Then you go to like Disneyland, those people are like legit. You can't see the screen. They have like I think like AC in there and everything. They have AC. I heard they have like fans. Like you know you can have those suits that have like fans. Otherwise, it, like it's. Hot already, like say in dead of summer, that I'm wearing a tank top and I'm dying. Yeah, the mascots still come out. Doesn't matter what the weather is, they still come out. Dude, that guy in Japan died as a mascot from dancing too hard. <laughs> that shit's crazy. <laughs> was he like on a DDR? No, it was a hot day and he was dancing like super hard and then he died in his outfit. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. What a way to go, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Japan's also humid too. Oh, dude, it's horrible during the summer. Yeah. Yeah. What's worse? Have you been in New York during the summer? No, but I've been to Texas. Like Houston? Yeah, well, uh, Austin and um, Dallas. Yeah, wait, no. Yeah. Wait, we were in the Houston in the summer too. I've never been to Houston during the summer. We did it? What about that one time we did that one show with those baller ass kids came and picked us up? That's Austin. Oh, that was Austin? Yeah. Oh, because we went to UT Austin. Oh right, that was that was sweaty as fuck. Yeah, that was humid. It was fucking humid, dude. Yeah, I would say it was worse than Texas because um, it was like wet. Oh. Like it's weird, man. Like Asia humid is, you walk outside, and you're just in a sauna or like a steam room, and then you you're just walking three steps and you already have like sweat all over your body. You think we're supposed to be in our normal environment? You mean like how we evolved? Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be in more humid areas. Uh, you think he's supposed to be in sand and we're supposed to be in- <laughs> Yeah. I think so because our all Asians in Southern California, a lot, we have skin issues. Uh, because our skin's not used to dryness. Yeah. But then yeah, in Asia, it feels like my, my skin goes right back to normal. We're not many generations off from being back there. I'm only, my mom, my mom, they all grew up there. Yeah. Is Afghanistan dry? Uh, I think it's all, all different climates. 
that there's mountainous, that's snowy, there's a lot of snow, there's rivers, there's beautiful like forestry, there's everything. Do we evolved in that climate wherever our genetic pool is from for like hundreds of years? So, so everything, all the migration now is recent, huh? Yeah, I think so. Because when I go to any humid Asia environment, I feel like I'm gonna die. I actually like the dry. Like being here yeah. makes me feel. That's because you got asthma, fool. <laughs> always hot. I know, and I'm super hot. So when I go to like, <laughs> like I was born in Taiwan, right? And when I every time I go to Taiwan in the summer, I feel like I'm gonna die without AC. And AC is not even natural. Yeah. Dang. Like I don't like when I like even in Hawaii. You're supposed to be relaxing, it's supposed to be hot, but I'm like, when my sweat touches each other, I'm just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, if there's a breeze, it feels good because it keeps blowing. Yeah. But if there's ever, like, just thick, stale, and it's fucking hot, oh, I hate it. That's why you get those, like, super red, dark, like, uh, people that are from there that just, like, can, like, withstand it, you know? And, like, I get dark, but I just get burnt. We have to be there for a while. Like, if I go back to Afghanistan, I'm getting super, like, dark. Dude, remember that video I showed you about Afghanistan where there was this white couple, they built a Land Rover Defender, like that old school tank looking Jeep. Yeah. And then um, they just went on a road trip in Afghanistan. And I was showing this guy, I was like, yo, let's go, let's do this. And he's like, nah, we gotta have guns. Can you uh, just travel there and... You do whatever the fuck you want, pretty much. You can't, so it's not yeah, like... It's not safe. It's not the minute you land in the airport and there's fucking... No, no, no. I mean, every... You look area. safe from the vlog that I watched. Oh, okay. Yeah, like there, there's so many parts that you could travel to that are like good. They have bad things everywhere, uh, but it's like, it's... You just have to be mindful. And then especially being a foreigner, it could be a little bit more. You do raise suspicions, but the... In Muslim culture and especially in Afghanistan, you they treat you like like I forgot some places like this I saw this video where this guy was going like trying to buy some like snacks and food and they wouldn't let him pay. Cause they knew he was a foreigner. They were like, Oh no, you're a guest. And these people survive on the, the money that they get from people. And they were like, they wouldn't let him pay. I'm gonna go there. If they charge me, I'm like, hey my friend Nadim <laughs> <laughs> go, go to Why Saudi Arabia. Man, I'm supposed yeah. to be a guest. I wanna go to Dubai and like meet someone rich and be like, oh that's a dope watch. Cause then it's like customary, like say they invite you in your home. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was reading it or like watching it, but they're like, and it happens a lot. Where it's like if you're like, uh, oh like that's a nice watch. And only for like the super ballers, they'd be like, oh take it. Like, cause they wanna show like one that's like, oh if you like it, like it's nothing to me. Like it's 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 a gift. Here, yeah. take it, you know? Dubai is a crazy place. I was watching like. So does that mean if they say, "Hey, that's a dope watch," I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> yeah, Fuck, I gotta give I it know to what him." That means, <laughs> hey, don't give me no. I'm not as rich as you. I only have one. <laughs> don't give me any compliments. <laughs> Dubai is a crazy place, but I like it because I think for them, if they want something, they'll just make it. So like half the islands are man-made. Fuck it. They even have an indoor um, ski resort. They're like, fuck it. Like everything. I'm like, that's fucking tight, dude. It's crazy. It's like, this is all recent. Yeah. Like, you go like 20 years ago. Desert. 20 years ago, it was just desert. Yeah, and they just make it. They're like, if they want something, they'll make it happen, which is fucking tight. That means they have a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I want to go visit all these different places, yeah. but I'm afraid of what kind of news we see here with like terrorism and shit like that. But I did watch this moto vlogger. She went from Thailand to uh, Europe and she went through like Iran and all these other countries that um, I thought was always unsafe, but it's, it's actually super safe where she got lucky or whatever. There's probably always safe places. Yeah, I mean, it's like America. 
you don't go to certain neighborhoods here. Yeah. But how did they, how do these people know like where to go? Maybe I'm sure they see. research. Maybe you can just go like this. Uh, place looks dangerous. <laughs> it looks safe. He goes, there's a bunch of guys uh, in the back of a uh, truck with guns. Maybe I don't go that way. I go, go this way. way. Yeah. Just, yeah, be mindful. Don't, like, it just, just don't go. <laughs> like, you shouldn't. Like, those people, those people, I feel like you do hear stories where they do end up dying, you know? Yeah. Like, like there was that stupid as, um, Couple that went to go bike through ISIS territory to show that oh, they're like it's not bad, and they got kidnapped and killed. Those are the, the those guys that are like don't practice common sense where they think they're superheroes. Like that one guy, he wanted to you know there's that one island off of India that hasn't evolved for thousands of years. Oh, the sent the Sentinel one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then there's a guy that was like, oh, I gotta bring Christianity there. Mm -hmm. And the minute they land, there's like a thousand arrows yep. shot through that fool. Well, especially because they're not like uh, they know about white people. Yeah. So before they they were good with people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. in the island, they they allowed a person, but that guy brought diseases, raped yeah. a bunch of people, yeah, killed yeah. a bunch of people. That's why they're hella paranoid because yeah, there was some weird missionaries that went there and raped the people. Yeah. Killed them, brought hella disease. So like no more, no more yeah. white people. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I would travel more to like those places if I did like have more money or like was able to like start a business then I can like leave. I just yeah. need the help with that. With the money part, right? Money Which part. is freaking awesome because this episode is brought to you by Upstar, Upstar, baby. There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take? Have we, have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers and that's probably the only thing that's bringing you down. So you need to take action. And now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is a revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The halt. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over half a million people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash record to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash record. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not, out, not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Thank you, Upstart. That's right. Uh, I'm planning this trip as soon as things open up and it's going to be a motorbiking trip from uh, Saigon into Cambodia. Damn, that's dope. Is that Can going rural areas? Or is that, oh, that just goes. Well, it's only like a five hour ride if you go straight to, from Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> it made it sound yeah. so crazy. <laughs> but we're gonna go like up and down and all. Cause it might take days, it might take days. Yeah, yeah. So we're not, we're not doing like the straight away. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd love to do something like that if I'm able to like stop and like 
experience like the different like cuisines and like explore the part that's of the city. The, that's the goal, man. Yeah, that's tight. Because Southeast Asia is actually very like everything's close, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it, from here to San Francisco, you go to like if you were in Europe or other countries where they're basically the size of our states, it's just close, like compared to our distances. So if you're used to doing like a six hour road trip or a 10 hour one, then just going off into Southeast Asia, you can hop a lot of countries. But what we wanna do is like go all over Vietnam into the mountains and then through the Cambodian like backwoods area and then all the way up to the main city. Yeah. And it's cool because I have a base in Saigon and Vietnamese speakers and then I have Cambodian speakers. So I feel like pretty safe. What if you need to go diarrhea on a motorcycle? Dude, I'ma just pull over. <laughs> Did you have diarrhea the first time you went to Vietnam? No. Or your your gut oh. just handled everything. I I had a stomach ache like the first or second day, and it was kind of constipation, but that was it. But everyone gets messed up. Like everyone usually gets sick. It's new bacteria in the food, right? And you're not used to it. I have I've been to Southeast Asia like five or six times now, though. So oh. it, I don't know if it's like Southeast. Asia food and street food is the same and I'm fine or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I have a friend that travels a lot and he goes, whenever I go to like India, he's fine. He goes to like the slums, the best parts, street food, everything. Whenever he goes to Vietnam, always gets, always gets uh, food poisoning. But what I heard though is a lot of people just go to any vendor off the side of the road. And my friends are basically like kind of locals now. Like they've been there for like 10 years. So they go to all the food spots that the locals told them that it's safe. So he's like, the reason why a lot of people get sick is they'll just be like, oh, let's try this cart or let's try that versus uh, going to places that they eat at regularly. Cause even the locals don't touch random carts. Uh, maybe you should start off with like going to the McDonald's of that country <laughs> and then slowly work your way down to Mama Pop and then the street food vendors. Yeah, cause I did pretty much everything, but I also pick and choose like, for example, right? If um, they're doing seafood and it's just a crab that's boiled, highly unlikely that's gonna be something that gets me sick. Yeah, Or like sounds bomb. Yeah. But like sometimes there are vendors where you watch how they wash it and you're like, fuck dude, I'm risking my life for this shit. Man, I ate Boomball Way in a tire shop, dude. What the like, fuck? Yeah, by day they were a tire shop where they like fix tires on scooters. Did you eat it out of a piece of a tire? No. <laughs> What's Boomball Way? It's oh, what we ate right now. Soup that we had, was like red. The spicy red soup? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you tried it? No. You gotta try it, you'll like it. It's, it's good. It's pork in it, so I don't Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a pork foot spicy soup, right? And um, yeah, we were in the city. Oh shit, I forgot if it was Nha Trang or Da Nang, but it, by daytime, they're a tire shop. And at night, they set up a kitchen and then they just have these big ass stock pots boiling and you go in and it is pretty crazy because you're sitting and it smells like grease. They just put some freaking benches and you're eating and then the fucking roach came and crawled up my foot and I oh, kicked that shit. motherfucker off and we're just, we're just eating, dude. Was it still bomb though? Yeah, I mean, it tastes good. Yeah. But a lot of things in Vietnam tastes really good. And it's so. a lot of things in Vietnam. It's like a barber shop in the morning. <laughs> and no, that night was just like, a special place. That was just like a random like they do two businesses, but it's just weird because like in 
I guess like in the States, right? We have all these regulations and like they have to be a certain way, but like out there, it's, it's pretty crazy what kind of creative things humans can come up with. Um, Cause if you go to the tourist areas, it's more similar to like restaurants out here. Like westernized. Yeah, like the cleanliness standards and everything, right? Yeah. But if you just go out to the back country or whatever, um, a restaurant is literally kitty tables and, 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 and seats and a ton of ingredients <laughs> and a lady just fucking cooking up at the walk and it's like, there you go. Yeah. I just want to go and like every country just hit up like a few spots that like Anthony Bourdain went to. Yeah. But the only thing I heard with that now is because he made them so popular that they're say, killing it with business, but they just can't keep up the quality or like the oh, it's not, not the, the quality, same. but the the taste demands like like from how it used to be when it was like yeah. just a smaller amount. When it was actually really good that yeah. brought him on the show. Yeah, but I mean that's good for them that they're probably killing it with business. It just became like a tourist trap. Yeah, I also heard some of those are like before you could just go down and get something to eat, but now it's like a two hour wait. Yeah, because it's so popping. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy because. Um, what we would do is we would get on our scooters and we would just hit up different food stands and then it's like a dollar or two for like a noodle soup. Do you guys do the scooters um, each have one or you guys are like holding each other? In the beginning I was yeah. holding him. That's more customary, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were carpooling. Cause it's scary, man. I didn't ride my own scooter for a week. Cause it was, it was fucking scary. Damn. Yeah, but then you get the flow. Plus, like, if you learn here, it's completely different out there. Way different. Dude. Over there, it's just like, you do whatever the fuck they, you want. They're coming onto oncoming traffic. Like, you're riding, and a dude will fucking fly through on the sidewalk, and you're just like, what the fuck? That's so scary. Yeah, but then you get it. They actually go extremely slow. So, it's chaotic, but it's manageable speeds. And I learned in a beach city called Da Nang because um, I was too scared to do it in Saigon. So I was I was doing it in an area where it's actually dangerous because uh, there's less traffic, so people haul ass, so people go faster. But I was like more comfortable because there's less cars. Yeah. And then I learned there, and then by the time we went back to Saigon, um, I was like, fuck it, I want my own. And then like, I'm tired of riding behind and holding you. <laughs> What's crazy in, in Taiwan, like the the crash culture is so different here. I mean, over there, because over here, like if you crash into someone, it's like, okay, what's your insurance, license, whatever, and it immediately becomes this big deal and have like a ton of paperwork. In Taiwan, you'll see two cars crash and they come out and they're like, what the fuck, dude, what the fuck? All right. And they just both leave and half their bumper's falling off. Really? Yeah, they're like, they, it's not like a thing. You just gotta where, pay for it. Yeah, they're just like, I think, the, the mindset is, if you're gonna drive or ride a motorcycle, you're gonna crash. Yeah. So, obviously you don't want someone pulling out in front of you and crashing, but no one wants to crash, so fuck it. You know, we'll go fix it on, on our own. But over here, I think it's a, it's very important to figure out who's right or wrong. It's crazy seeing traffic rules and like customary like things that they do. Like I think in, in Germany or Norway, say like the highway's busy, right? No matter what, they'll leave the middle lane open just in case emergency needs to drive. So if it's traffic, there's no one in the middle lane. Wow, they actually respect that. They respect that. And then like if, say there is an accident, people will pull over and stuff like that. So always emergency can get through. Um, yeah, it's just like- it, it's They really care about that, huh? Yeah, and was it in Italy, like people, they, they have, they use their bumpers to 
push other cars so they can fit in the spots. Really? I didn't know that. That's crazy. I've seen that in Taiwan before. That's what a bumper is for, to bump them out yeah. of the way. Don't fucking hit my Lambo if I <laughs> oh, yeah. got one out there. Oh, yeah.